Well, hello there. Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage. And welcome to the Martini Lounge with Jonathan and Sergey. And you're back. I love that. I love that you always tell people they're back. I know, because they are. It's been a week, but you are back. But listen, because you come back, you get more good stuff. I just just like that they do come back, you know? Episode four, number four, quattro of the Martini Lounge. We're very excited. We've been having a lot of fun uh, doing these and having fun guests. Come on. Okay, so today's guest is one of... One of our uh, favorites, he's just a lot of fun. He's been on our radio show before, um, Hal Sparks, comedian, actor, just over, and overall yeah, decent yeah. man. Well, yeah, because we, we, we sort of like our, our guests. We've talked to him a few times, yeah, we yeah. do like him. Um, of course, Queer as Folk, who doesn't know Queer as right? Folk, who doesn't know Queer as uh, fuck. Hal Sparks, Queer right. as Fuck? Queer as Fuck. That's right, Queer as Fuck. Yeah, queer as Folk. But That's fuck what is it was supposed does. to be. Right. I, but then it, TV it was like, uh-huh. Totally is. Folk. And it's this is a, a TV series, of course, from way back yeah. in the 90s that uh, mm-hmm. was absolutely and brilliant. And early 2000s, right? It, yeah. It, it carried yeah. on. It was a five years here. And of wow. course, it's based on the British series. I enjoy British television. Yeah. I know you do at times. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. I love it when they bring yeah. them to America yeah. or whatever. Um, so I've seen both both series. Oh, both, have you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There was. Uh, I don't think they went as long as the the series over here. I, w- I wouldn't course, imagine. In America, we have like twenty three episodes for a season. Yeah. In Britain, there's like six. It's weird to me. <laughs> I kind of hate it. You know. I do too. Especially oh, no, like Sherlock Holmes. Well, yeah, Sherlock, Sherlock is like four three or four. Yeah. Three or four, and it's and like. Oh, that but is not here's enough. the weird thing: is sometimes it's just different every season. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Exactly. It was two last week or last year. This <laughs> right? year it's four. Now it's three and a half. And the new what one? The can hell? they put it on Netflix already? I'm yeah. just saying. Excuse saying, you. Right. On. So here's the thing: we were talking before. About how Sparks and how, mm-hmm. as being such an integral part of Queer's Folk, he is, he's an icon to gay, to the LGBT community. Yeah. He really is. And we were oh. like, okay, we know female gay icons, you know, right, right, Gaga, right. Brittany, all Madonna. of the divas, well, you know, Cher, you know, yeah. Bette Midler, right. Barbra Streisand, all, big, all of them. But we were like, what other straight guys other than Hal Sparks? are icons to the LGBT community, and I can't think of one. You know what? I can think of one right now that I just oh, good. thought about, I but know. it's not an actor. It's a political icon, and oh, it well, is that? Obama. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah think because I, he was for minority rights. Him, yeah, and, I would consider him yeah. a modern-day icon for LGBT rights. Okay, I could yeah. see that, but yeah, actor-wise, yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, actor-wise, I'm not really I'm trying. Sure. I'm in here. Like, you have the actors who support, right? but yeah, no one but, that but is at the status. Icon. Exactly. The status of, oh, my God, <laughs> like, you know, we're going no to talk to... No one is a Bette Midler to, no. you know, to the actor world. Well, you can just... Yeah. Finish that sentence that no one is that middler. <laughs> and that's all you need to say yeah, because true. Truth, truth. I'm just telling you truth. Yeah. If you listen to our interview, of course, with Stephen Greeno, you will hear us go all out about bet. So bet. I mean, rewind, go back a bet. couple episodes, and uh, you can hear that. But yeah, so I can't wait to ask how, what's it like mm-hmm. as a straight guy? He's very, listen, if yeah. you ever heard him on our show, he's very comfortable with who he is. You know, he's fine. Sexuality has no sexuality hangups. Yeah, um, yeah. But what's it like to be like a sex symbol for gay men and for women? Yeah. Like, both. what's it like at to the be. At the same time. And I'm sure it doesn't phase him at all, but I'm fascinated because there are some actors out there who would freak out. There yeah. are from people. Oh, oh. Please, how many times have we heard that argument from straight guys, which is, I don't want to think you're looking at me in the locker room. 
girl, get over it. It's like, whatever. So it's more of a compliment anyways. It isn't. Like, and, and most likely, we're not. you aren't what we're looking at. Yeah, you exactly. probably got a small dick. I'm just yeah, saying. True. And I mean, if, if you're you don't, that worried. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, that's fine. That's fine. And if you have a good ass, that's fine, too. I mean, that's fine. You it's unfair, You're not going to be looking at me yeah. when I'm staring at that, that ass. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. just chill. Breathe. <laughs> yeah. Breathe. I just want to look. So, yeah. Today, actually, in honor of Hal Sparks, because he does not He, he, he has not never drink. touched a drop of alcohol in his entire life. Which is never. really respectable. Right. Um, I'm like, hey. Confusing, but respectable. Someone sticking to their convictions or whatever. Absolutely. I always respect that. Absolutely. But he's also great because he respects those who do drink. Exactly. Like us. But yeah. yeah, in honor of him, what's our drink? Um, so we created a virgin mojito with rum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, it there had to be go. virgin for Hal Sparks and it had to have rum for us. So yes, it's exactly. It's kind of best of both so worlds. So in honor of him, it's virgin in honor of us, there's alcohol. There's alcohol. So, I mean, that's yeah. Hey, we actually put up the... Um, we mm-hmm. put up the recipe. So if you're listening to this on Friday, the recipe went up on our Facebook page. Yeah. So you can go make it. Right. And we'll put it up again tomorrow before the podcast goes so out. So you can really get it. But if you it. want to drink with the guys, I mean. Hey, listen, you might as well. Uh, I mean, most more people should, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it only gets happy. <laughs> exactly. It, it gets warm and fuzzy and happy. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't like that? And See, I don't my, remember what happens my, after my that. Uh, idea of this whole virgin um, rum thing is basically like a like a Kool Aid that's spiked. Yes, it's Kool Aid. Right? It's spiked Kool Aid. Well, that's what we're doing. Let's also just call this out. So, yeah. we, oh boy. you know, you came up with this, <laughs> and I thought that's so clever. That's funny. It's a funny. Virgin it's, it's kind of a quirky. Yeah. with rum. You yeah. know, it's a thing. Kurt, our producer, didn't get it. No. <laughs> He, we text him the name to to finalize or send out or whatever right, he does. Right. Um. And he's like, "You guys know that virgin means no, no alcohol. alcohol." Yeah. Yes, Kurt. We know. Um. So I'm That's just gonna say joke. it's a mojito with rum. Listen, no, Kurt. We're not saying the joke wins an Oscar, but it's humorous. It's it's, it's funny. funny. Yeah. It, right? Maybe you giggle. Maybe you just smile. Exactly. Whatever. Right. Yeah, it's and not I'm, our best work. I believe that. That Hal got it, I and think we so. will have him confirm. <laughs> we'll ask. But, yes, <laughs> but I do believe that. Hal oh got it. boy. Okay, so we have a uh, one of our loyal listeners to the show has a big crush on Hal, so she's and very okay. excited for this episode. Talk about being a sex symbol to both men and women. Uh, her name is Barb, and she has been very excited all week that right the right right, right. the Hal Sparks. So we're gonna talk well, about yeah. people. Who do you fangirl out for? Uh <clears throat> Who do I fan? Who would you fan girl out for? Um, because there's know, one thing to be a fan, I, and there's one thing that that person yeah, just yeah, yeah, would yeah, make yeah. you crazy. I don't actually know who I would fan out to. A lot of people. It would be like most Gaga. Att- Gaga. It would yeah. be most attractive men and any <laughs> <Yes>. big. <laughs> Um, female, strong, empowerment women. Right. Currently, right now, you and I are both in love with Meryl Streep. We have always been. But because she's been so outspoken with this current administration. And so well-spoken. So well-spoken, too. Not only outspoken, but well-spoken. It's it's that cherry on top. Right. And listen, we ain't going to give any voice to the haters because we've been attacked for that. And I, I, so because she did, she has off. a great quote. Yeah. And she has many great quotes. So we put up one yeah. of her quotes. And some people didn't like it. And we have been called many, many things this week. That's so okay. that's okay. And we, that's all we're going to say yeah. about it. But I'm to the ones who it. love us, because you got haters, but to have haters, you have to have lovers. Yeah, true. So shout out to our lovers. I'm just going to say, haters, if you really care that much, make your own tweet that gets 10,000 people that see it. I'm sorry. What are you what? talking about 10? It's a 12 now, bitch. I'm 12 now. Oh, sorry, outdated numbers. Right, but so I'm just saying. you know, 
basically <laughs> haters back to, off. It's right. not my fucking problem. When you're problem. used to 50 Goodbye. people, 12,000 <laughs> is something to celebrate. I'm hey, just it really is. Every once in a while, you just get that like 15 seconds mm-hmm. of fame. Right. Um, before you get your lifetime of fame, of exactly, course. Exactly, which of is course. coming. Duh. We all know. Duh. If you're listening. That's, that's, how this, <laughs> that's how this works. Yeah. I love just that you just admitted to everyone that we get about 50 every time. <laughs> Thank you for that. I could have been lying. You don't know. It's for jokes. Wow. Great. Always sacrifice for the joke. So I could have been totally lying, mm-hmm. but you just called it out. So, oh. so now I, this is on me. <laughs> I turned that around. I have two I words for you, Jonathan. Fuck you. <laughs> I am training to be <laughs> Kellyanne Conway in a oh, new TV wow. movie. So. <laughs> As Samantha B would say, wow, would you like a tutu with that spin? <laughs> I, oh my God. I love when she says that. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh boy. I know. You okay. know whatever. I'm going to drink a little more. Okay. Okay. It's it, But the problem is that... This mojito with rum has a little extra rum in it. Listen, and it's 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 this pretty is some eighty proof rum. It's really so it really gives strong. that extra <laughs> rubbing alcohol taste <laughs> to your mojito. Yeah. So it might have been a little stronger than we meant. <laughs> Definitely a lot stronger. <laughs> that than just we means meant. it's a it's a well. And and now that show. I'm drinking, I'm like, you know what? I maybe we should have stuck more on the virgin side of things. <laughs> That's such a foreign concept to mm. us, but. It's we been should have so tried long it. since I've been on the virgin side of anything yeah. that <laughs> I don't even know if yeah. I know what that means. Alcohol right. sucks. sucks. I know, right? Can you be a born-again virgin? And not in the way religion, but just, you know how I hear people say that, you know, they haven't had sex in so long that oh, oh, okay. they're a like, virgin again. You completely forget about it, so you're like, oh, Well, yeah. that or, you know, things are... Back to as if square you've one. Never had it, but I don't think that ever really happened. No, I think it you does just get closer. I think it does in some ways, um, in some ways. But right? I just I don't know. I don't know if that's the <laughs> the 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 meter to and do we ever really want to go back virginity. that far anyways? Because <laughs> that first time is an awakening experience. Yeah, it's and a sometimes that means you had to breathe a lot. Yeah, exactly. You have to learn your uh, labor <clears throat> breathing sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes you have to learn the Heimlich. I'm just going to say that's also in there at times. I don't I know who it. you are. I know. I mean, um, it could happen. It could happen. I uh, not going to say it did, but it could. It could. I know. Um, so anyways, I'm really excited because I always enjoy when hell's on. But this every time we have hell on, this is what he did. Because I'm, I'm a little tiny bit a fan. Just tiny bit. A lot. And so, yes, I'm, I'm a big fan of Hal's, and I, I have a lot of respect for him, and I think he's very talented. Yeah. And I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. after watching Quora's Folk for so long, it, he's sexy. He's a little he sexy is. thing. So I always tell him, you are my favorite person. And he always responds, oh my God, I am my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just just accept that just I think you're it. awesome. Hey, it's yeah. true. I mean... No, he cracks me If up. If you're... Listen, I, I at some point you have to look out into the world, look at everyone in the eye and say, I'm a fucking delight. Right. And own that shit. Because you fucking are fucking delight. And you know what? I am a fucking delight. You are, I, you are a fucking delight. I can tell that to, I'll take that to the bank. So I'm a big guy. And I like to say as a big guy, listen, okay. not everybody may be into me, but I'm a fucking delicacy. Because when Ooh. you're in, when you like me, you love me. You love me. I'm just saying. So huh. That's my thing. So I'm a delicacy. You're a delicacy. You're a I'm delight. A delight. Um, Kurt is. Um, um, what is Kurt? Kurt is an enigma. Oh, that's not right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, purgatory <laughs> is that a good one? Um, what else is Kurt? Kurt's just wow. sitting. He's just sitting on the couch. Yeah. Expired. 
Is yeah. that a good one? Kurt's expired? How about that? Right. Hey, we just not posted an one. article about what's it like to be an older gay man who, you know, maybe is still single. Kurt's not. He no. is taken. He is very But, taken. you know, talking about men Girl, of a certain age. Let me tell you, when I say expired, I do not mean his age. I mean that he has been taken <laughs> for 17 years. 18. 18 Did years. right. Is that I, correct? I'm sorry. Okay, he's nodding. He is so bored with us right now. Yeah. He can't even I mean, it. it makes sense. Right? But anyways, let's get right to the meat of the sandwich. I'm just saying. The meat uh, of the sandwich. Is, he's no stranger to listeners of our radio show, Outspoken. And we are excited to bring him to the dark side on the Martini Lounge. LGBT audiences, of course, remember him as Michael Novotny on Showtime's Queer as Fuck. I, I mean, folk. Or maybe from Ease the Soup, he currently stars in the Disney show Lab Rats and has a successful radio show, the Hal Sparks radio program Mega Worldwide. Now he's stopping by our world for what is bound to be a very entertaining conversation. Hal, are you there? I am indeed. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, I insist that we'll have a great conversation. See? I knew you would. There's no choice. No. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no question. Well, and if you leave it up to choice, you're in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. I love it. Well, first we yeah. want to point out that on the Martini Lounge, we always have a signature drink each show. But in honor of you, we made it a virgin mojito with rum. Sure. So the virgin is for you. The with the rum, rum is, is for rum. us. But, you know, because we, res- we yeah. respect you, sir. <laughs> we respect you. Uh, you know, I, I, pre- I, pre- I appreciate the irony and uh, and and, uh, and and the fact that it ended up being virgin for me as well as just straight up non-alcoholic. You can refer to it that way as well. I right? Oh, true. Yeah, right. we had to be careful because our producer had no idea what we were trying to say. What he's like, mean? yeah, he's like, what right. do you mean you can't have rum in that? There's no alcohol in it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's virgin. You it's don't called, rum. It's called mildly right. funny joke, sir. Yeah. Just take it and go. <laughs> laugh. Yes, laugh a little. Laugh. Oh boy. So okay. how? Yeah. Let's let's just begin right away. We um, you know, we talked to you a little bit ago, and y- we know that you're kind of an active celebrity, a little bit, just tiny, um, and just a public tiny. figure, yeah. a little bit. Um, but you've kept yeah. your personal life pretty private. And I mean, we are such strangers to private life. That yeah, we, we don't know what that is. We have no we, concept of that. We are social media whores. But, yeah. you, but you're real um, good at boundaries. It, yeah, it's a choice um, on, on a couple of fronts. I guess the, the main one, though, is, is beyond my choice, which is that even though I'm an actor and a, and a lot of people know me as such, the fact that I'm also a stand-up comedian sort of puts my my life in a in a outside wall like people just don't care the way to do with actors like <laughs> sure. actors have to behave themselves or they end up on us weekly if you notice rarely ever does a comedian end up on the cover of a tabloid um and, you know and that's only like you know seinfeld because he's a you know he made a hundred million dollars when he sold the show so he did it right that's like reporting on the rich class it has nothing to do with the fact that he's a comedian but as a as an actor if you're caught like like you know waving hello to someone besides your mate, uh, it's a scandal for weeks. As a comedian, I could drag a donkey out of a burning whorehouse and people would go, that's hilarious. <laughs> right? I do oh think boy. the standards are different and they yeah, just definitely. expect that shit yeah. from you comedians. They're right. just like, oh no, that's just them, that's not yeah. a story, that's yeah. their life. That's yeah. right. It's funny, yeah, it's, it's ironic. The other yeah. thing too is, I don't believe in mining my personal life for jokes. It's, uh, it is 
um, completely off limits uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I, it, and if I ever do, if you ever see it in my act, yeah. um, as far as materially, um, it's untrue. It is complete fiction. Yeah, just made um, up for the, for the joke. Yep, I'll make up a crazy aunt or a crazy uncle or something like that, but I'll never actually talk about my real relatives because I have to see those people at holidays, and I actually love them. So, <laughs> that's you know, respectable. I don't need them to be sequestered in a corner. You yeah, know, that's uh, true. Yeah, my grandma won't yeah. talk to me at all. So you know, I get it. <laughs> She's like, stop, right. well, stop making jokes about breeding on her part. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? For real. Okay, well, now that you've explained to us this amazingness with boundaries, um, we're yeah. going to ask you our, <laughs> of our very personal and deep question now. That all of okay, our listeners truly hear, right? It's boxers or briefs. Okay. Oh, um, boxer briefs? <laughs> oh, you do it's, the it's, hybrid. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm an active human being. It's why I always wear rubber-soled shoes. If there's trouble, I want to be ready. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because basically, aren't boxers just a lining to keep your pants clean because of you? True. I mean, ultimately, isn't that what that is? They're not yeah. even they're not even underwear. They're just a lining for your pants, it, which yes. sounds sad to me. <laughs> um, yeah, they are a lining. And the only reason to wear yeah, the only reason to wear underwear is you need a little bit of support in an emergency. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And they have, right. the, the, I mean, boxers no support, and then no, and you they're know, so not nope. exactly. Well, and on the brief side, you know, there's there's too much support they're, sometimes. Sometimes too much, too <laughs> much. I mean, just go full on speedo if you're going to be that. Con- Why not that constricted? I'm Why just not? saying. I'm well, just saying. I, I don't do the banana hammock thing. I just think sure. that's it. again too much exposure in an emergency. What you you know you 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 jog left really quickly in a fight or something and everything comes rolling out. Yeah. That doesn't help. Right. <laughs> I have well, to say, this is probably... Again, the, why bother wearing any? Right. True. Yeah. I have yeah. to say, this is the most practical discussion okay. about boxers and briefs that any guest has ever had with us. Yeah, I, I appreciate so, that. You're welcome. And I appreciate the insight on the rubber soles. That is I, that hey, right there. He is that ready to hit the, the streets yeah. Yeah. when needed. Yeah, so, if, you, if you only wear leather-soled <laughs> shoes, um, if a if a baby carriage accidentally rolls down the traffic, you are the least useful person in that circumstance. That's right. Yeah. You're just going to slip and fall and add to the body count. I, you have really, you wow. know, I'm called You've an overthinker, but you have thought this you through. Thought this out. I, so, how, let's let's talk about your uh, your talk show. Um, it's a progressive talk show, and you have toured as a sexy liberal. That's right. um, w- so, as a sexy liberal, what is your take? On the past twenty something days in America, um, which aren't sexy and not very liberal, no. No, uh, well, I mean, I think the uh, the women's march and the you know the marches around it are, are pretty darn liberal, and I think it's nice That's to true. see sort That's of true. the the tea, the tea partying of the pre- progressive movement. That's not a bad thing to you know, have as an mm-hmm. ancillary effect. I do think. Um, you know, that the dumpster fire is a proper descriptive for the Trump <laughs> White House. Very. Um, I think I don't complain that he spends all his time tweeting nonsense because it's, it, you know, it's like it, you want the drunk with his hands on the wheel or do you want him in the back griping <laughs> about the road sign? So True. to some degree, it's a it's an upside. Um, I, you know, I like the fact that the odds were initially, I think, mm-hmm. like six to one that he would be impeached within his first six months. Now right. they're uh, four to one. Yes. Wow. Um, so, and, and none of it would be surprising to anybody. I, you yeah. know, I, it, you always have to look for what will drive the movement forward. And in a lot of ways, quite frankly, 
some of the most horrible things have led to the waking up um, right. of, of people. On a serious note, you could argue that about the AIDS epidemic and gay rights. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, that was, there was a lot of fighting about it over the years. There were certainly things like Stonewall. There were certainly movements made in the, in the mid-70s and late 70s. But once the AIDS crisis hit, it galvanized the support of allies and the community together. True. And I think maybe... Maybe that's the upside of what's going on here. I don't think it's, it was, it's an excuse for voting for him or mm-hmm. voting against Hillary or not voting, if that's how people thought. I think those people are morons on a level of, yeah. uh, of culpability in the circumstance that's embarrassing, and they should you know, go live in an igloo until we <laughs> fix this. Yes. Please, uh, actually. Other, yeah. but, but I do think now that it's happened, the responsibility is how do you be the the most, uh, like, effective citizen you can be in the face of this, you know? Yeah. And that, so, well, and that's a good question, because actually, you it's like you read my questions before. Because one of the things I was going to say, you personally, what do you think we can either continue to do as citizens or things that we should be doing as citizens if we're concerned? Well, um, obviously, interestingly enough, the, the rallies and the calls are helping when there's whenever there's a call to action by anybody from Move On or the ACLU or any of those, it, it, it doesn't take long, and I think it's got to become a normal part of your act as a citizen to go, mm-hmm. um, if it comes up, I'm going to do it right away. The second it comes up, if it's right, right. from retweet this or call the White House switchboard or whatever, do that in that moment. If there's a march coming up that even in the most ancillary way affects you, be there. You know, and if you can't physically be there, find a virtual version of it. Um, You know, go stick a a naughty note on the courthouse door. (laughs) Whatever it is that that will um, indicate externally your support for said idea. The other thing is 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 never back down from uh, your your principal view of something like this. You know, whenever these things come up and people start trolling you or whatever, I think there's two real things that people need to do. One is hold fast to what you believe um, and don't let somebody scare you out of it. And the other is um, take it with a, take all the trolling and the negative stuff and the bullying that comes up with a huge grain of salt and laugh it off because that's mm-hmm. the thing they hate the most. If they yeah. get a reaction from you oh, yeah. where you freak out, it's a win for them. They do yes. think of it as a win. Even if you're right, even if you win, the fact that you're, you know, red in the face and screaming about it, they'll they'll go, ah, I got them, you know, because most of them aren't as invested anyway. They just don't care. They're basically nihilists about the system itself. Um, so I, I think that's your responsibility. You have to be able to laugh it off. No matter how harsh this stuff comes, you have to go, how can I shame this with humor? How can I, right. how can I embarrass them with yeah. humor? And if you can do that in that moment, if you can check your anger, check your uh, being offended, and just look for the shortcoming and send a snap that it's way more devastating it yeah. always will be it will be way more devastating to them than if you even get a a, a, a zinger in about the truth like you're wrong on the statistics but bam you know yeah that, um because they won because you got upset or because you were angry or because you were offended or whatever right. so you can't have a, you can't let them have any of that that's my role see and i think that's run. it seems to be working yeah, yeah and that's amazing you know we were to, to actually two things you just mentioned, you were talking about uh, galvanizing people. You know, we, we uh, 
Meryl Streep recently accepted an award from HRC for being an ally. And she said this beautiful, yep. this beautiful statement saying the one thing we can, if we survive, the one thing we can thank this leadership for is that it woke us up to how fragile mm-hmm. freedom really is. And so, you sure. know, and so we put that out on, on Twitter, of course, because I find that absolutely amazing. And boy, the amount, we're, hey, we're just too lucky, very, you know, we have a good time, we laugh a lot, and boy, I've never been called so many names by so many people. Right. But the truth is, you're right, having to learn that you can't give in to that because that's exactly what they want, mm-hmm. and still sticking yeah. by that what she said is exactly what we believe, you know, and, yeah. and we need to remember that, our freedom will, takes, takes... I will I will disagree on one thing, is yes. that um, freedom, freedom is not fragile at all. It's quite resilient, and the movement towards openness and being progressive and stuff has been a movement that's been rolling along since Roman times um, in varying forms of attempted democracies and, and the mm-hmm. like. It's not fragile. It's very resolute. It, it, the only thing that damages it or, or loosens its grip on, on, on our circumstance is our laziness about it. It's not there that freedom is fragile. Mm-hmm. is that we take it for granted. And I think to yeah. some degree, saying that saying that freedom is fragile lets us off the hook a little bit. It just goes, well, this thing huh. broke. Yeah, and right. you know, we had a part, we had a part in breaking it and it was our job to protect it. Wow. And I think that's, well, that's such a good different angle that I think we all kind of need to think about. And it, this is the moment where I would like to get Meryl Streep on here and have that's you have, two just yeah. talk House it out and get the Meryl Streep. <laughs> get next. both sides. Oh, Meryl, but, yeah. Meryl agrees with me on almost everything. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes, but, uh, I know. I don't doubt it. But I love the yeah. different perspective. Right, right. Uh, of the whole thing. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what's amazing. Okay, now we'll we'll kind of get off of that part just for a second. I, hey, I mean, it's important to politics. talk about, but you know. <laughs> Uh, how you i mean you have always been such a open guy and and, and you have no hang-ups with sexuality um or any of that um plus you've been a sex symbol for both men and women throughout your years how how do you even process when someone has you know homophobia or or says homophobic remarks how do you deal with that uh well first first of all i don't believe in homophobia I believe in bigotry and prejudice, but I think calling someone homophobic lets them off the hook. Again, it lets them lose responsibility. Phobia is a a mental disorder with with an out-of-balance fear of something. Mm -hmm. That's not what's going on. These people have made a decision about stuff. They're not panicked about it. They're bigots. So uh, when they say stuff like that, I address them as bigots, not as someone who is broken. Um, Secondly... Uh, um, uh, my self worth um, is is not up for grabs. Yeah, it's not you know, and mm-hmm. nor should anyone. If if we did if we did queers folk for any reason, it was to remind people that their self worth, their their reason for being, is not for anyone else to judge. No one is allowed to tell you you shouldn't exist. Period. True. And so it. What you do in those moments is you just own that and then deal with the fight that's in front of you. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. it, there is no vacillation. There is no, there's, there's no point in this circumstance where I go, well, what if they have a point about, they don't have a point, it's silly. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't yeah. even enter the realm of reality. And it's a choice on how they're behaving that they are completely responsible for. Right. I don't believe in homophobia. I don't believe in Islamophobia. I believe that there are bigots who have a real problem 
um, addressing their own personal fears and articulating them uh, to the point where they can get along with other human beings. It's how they were raised or it's how they choose to behave, and there's no, uh, there's no third option. Right. Well, and I think you nailed it on the head when you said, you know, it, they can't deal with their own fear or insecurity. And it, it, it is that hate isn't about the other person. It's about the hater. It's, you know, it's a child of their own kind of insecurities and fears that they're just projecting on someone else. And I think more people need to uh, realize that and know how to deal with that. Um, and, and, you know, in your instance, laugh it off. Don't I, give I them guess, that power. But I, 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 have to, I have to say, again, and this is sort of my, you know, my perpendicular experience in this circumstance, is that the other person's hate, and, the, and this is the problem with sort of the concept of homophobia as the reasoning behind this stuff, is that the other person's hate or their feelings is not under your control, nor is it your business. True. If you own yeah. your own self-worth, that never matters. It is up to them to heal themselves or go away. But mm-hmm. this, this idea somehow that um, we will, you know, it's like, I, you know, obviously part of the No Hate campaign, I've right. obviously done every eight walk in the country twice, but yeah. it wasn't because I was, it, for the people whose minds I was changing or something, it was for people in the community and people in the, al- and, you know, and, and the allies, which outnumber the other groups by immense numbers to get together and understand that they are there for each other. The, the people who will learn to, you know, shed their bigotry and whatnot are, are few and far between. I'm glad that they happen, but I don't count on them for how I feel day to day. You cannot, you know, and, and if you wait for men, uh, you know, a right. segregationist who recanted it on his deathbed, well, great. We all get six minutes of his life to feel good about ourselves. Exactly. That's absurd, you know. Yeah. No, and I agree. And you know, you you uh, referenced one of my favorite quotes, which is somebody else's opinion of me is none of my business. You know. Yeah. Because right. you can yeah. only own yourself. You're the only person who can. That's right. Yeah. No, completely yeah. agree. So, now, so, yeah, go but, ahead. Yeah, that's that's like handing the keys to your life to a bully. It's right, like right, giving them the, right. the key to your front door. And I would never do that, and I would never instruct anyone to do that. So when they do that, just it's a great lesson in, in resilience to go, wow, this person's really trying to hit me where it hurts. Where does that affect me? Is that part of it upsetting me? If it is, then fix it in yourself. But True. don't go, I wish they'd stop calling me that, because that actually, again, this is where you take what's happening. It's life isn't what happens to you, it's what you do with it. Yes, exactly. You know, what, what kind of person does it make you? And and so in these circumstances, if you're you know you're trying to confronted with bullies and stuff, it, it should never and can mm-hmm. never really reflect on you except to where you let it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because your emotions are only controlled by yourself. So yeah. if someone yeah. affects you, you in that way, it's because you allowed them. Before you feel. Yeah. 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 Don't you make give them a decision about it. Mm-hmm. Great. First. Yeah, exactly. Now, we were going off of Queer as Folk, which made, I think, so many uh, in the LGBT community feel like there was a voice and like they were being seen, and, and it really empowered yeah. a lot. And then there's all this talk that surrounds for every day of probably from such the loyal fan base, which is uh, a reunion. Now, do you think that that can even happen, and should it even happen? Because can you ever really go back and recreate something? No, I don't think you can recreate it, but I think that, you know, if, you, if it were to happen, the whole point would be to show that everybody m- made it and it's still alive and it's still a human being dealing with all the real problems that real people have. I think that's, right. it's not like you would recreate where they were, but I think there's a healthy lesson in 
this, these people didn't exist in a, a fictional bubble for a short sure. period of time, and then they vanished. Um, if you see later on that, you know, you know, my personal belief that Michael and Ben are still together oh, in, yeah. in theory and in story, then I think that's a really healthy storyline to show this couple that's been together for so long, that's married, and, right. and more than likely, you know, where we'd have been shooting in a different time, got legally married in the United right, States right, instead in right. Canada, as they did, you know. So I think, yeah, absolutely, there's a story to be had there. You wouldn't be recreating it. Um, I, you know, I've been pushing for Showtime for years to do spinoffs and the, right. you know, kind of law and order, more like law and order, the concept, meaning start in a different town with a different group of people right. and make, you know, what I've, what I've called for is uh, Queer as Folk Halstead, mm. which is set in Chicago. Oh, nice. You know, um, in the, you know, in, in sort of the gay area of, you know, of Halstead and Belmont area, um, which is a terrific community. It's, it's definitely the Liberty Avenue of Chicago in many ways. Oh, yeah. And, and yet there's still a lot of the familial and personal interaction issues that would come up. Right. It's right. still there. You could, you could add more, you know, variety and diversity to the cast, um, in doing so. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, of course it has value. Sure. Well, in a Queer as Folk reboot, I mean, Queer as Folk in its day reflected, you know, the culture of the gay community back then. But that's changed so much. Uh, so many years later. Yeah, there's not only a new story to be told, but there's so many different elements that can be plugged in there. So I think it'd be fascinating to see um, kind of the parallels of, you know, this is the same concept, but it's just in a completely different world, mm -hmm. just like we are today. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it'd be it'd yeah. be fascinating. I'm calling Showtime. Yeah, it, can <laughs> yeah. you imagine? Can you? I can even imagine a day when straight shows get to tell a lot of different stories. Right, oh, wait, right? That already happens all the time. Right. So, wait. <laughs> wait now. <laughs> What's going on? Can you imagine? Um, how since reboots are so popular right now, I think uh, in the last like month, I heard about four of them. Right. Um, what's What's a show that you wish would come back? Oh, I, I mean, that's that's a that's a show in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, greatest American, Rockford Files, Greatest American Hero, oh. Columbo, um, effectively Quincy did by making CSI right. whatever each city. Um, uh, you know, I think there could be a you know a centralized Law and Order. They could bring that back because they shut that down. They yep. haven't had a specific Law and Order other than SVU for a while. Um, Gosh, where do we start? Obviously, you can't recreate Golden Girls. That's impossible. Oh, but I yeah, think, right. uh, oh. but I, yeah, I mean that that would just be wrong on so many fronts. Right. Maybe if we wait a little while, if we wait maybe twenty five, thirty more years, and like Julia Louis Dreyfus and <laughs> yes. and, and like that that you know group can all get together when they're all uh, the Arthur's age. Exactly, you know, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, I but, think that's you know, amazing. That's a dream. Yeah, it is. So. You know, we're talking about things that we love and the, the fan base that Queer as Folk had, the, the shows you wish would come back. What, who out there makes you, as we would call in our vernacular, what makes you fangirl out? Who is your, the one you would just... Or are you jaded because you're, you know, you've been in Hollywood for, for a while? Well, it, I, I realized something not too long ago. A friend of mine um, sent me a, a kind of a Christmas package, uh, my friend Doug, um, and Doug uh, Pinnock, for those that don't know, is the bass player in a band called King's X. He's in a new band mm -hmm. called KXM. And uh, he's, um, I think he's 67 now, um, but he still it mm -hmm. looks like he's 30. He's <laughs> just railed out. And um, when I was wow. introduced to that band, for example, when I was introduced to King's X, I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And one of his songs 
sort of taught me how to approach girls. Like, listening to the lyrics and stuff, it gave me, like, as, as a young teenage straight kid, the way to, uh, you know, approach somebody that I was interested in. Years later, I would find out that Doug is gay, mm-hmm. and he came out of the closet, and the band lost a lot of fans oh. when he came out. It was, a major, it was a major effect on their record sales, on their fan base. They had a huge Christian contingent of who liked them, and they were very cruel about it. And Doug watched Queer as Folk, um, and kind of it, it opened him up and felt, made him feel safe to come out. Oh, wow. Um, and so he and I did the same favor for each other in many ways. And so this band that I had, you know, I was a huge fan of in high school. Doug is now one of my dearest friends in the world, you know, and that I, I was reflecting on that the other day, that there are just certain people that I I know because I I got into the industry because I just bootstrapped in. I don't have any family in the business. I didn't, sure. you know, go to, go to Hollywood High School. Um, right. That years later, when I come face to face with the fact that I know some of these people, um, and that they are genuine friends, that these are not people that I have a weird glazed look in my eye when I talk, <laughs> right, I talk right, to them, right, right. It's a, it is is in and of itself a, a a heart inflating moment that is immeasurable and I can't explain. That being said, um, Paul Stanley of Kiss calls oh. me by my first first name when I see him, <sighs> and <Nice>. that's weird. <laughs> that's super weird. Um, and and it's uh, and he's he's such a good guy, but I literally, it, you know, talk about like the definition of being comfortable, like sexuality wise. Here's this: he's a straight man who's been accused for years of being gay because he's effeminate in his present presentation on stage. Sure, it learned, talks at a young age to not really judge anybody based on their sexual presentation, how they wow. display their gender. You know right. what I mean? And right. like right. being dropped. Yeah, the androgynous movement of the 70s was incredibly healthy for that, and Paul was a great example of that. And, you know, he's probably the single reason why I don't know that I could have problems with gay people when I was, even when I was young and not as open-minded or aware, just because why would you? You know what I mean? It's, right. it's like being a Prince fan. It's really hard to be homophobic when you're a Prince fan. <laughs> right? You don't, have <laughs> yeah. the, you, don't have the same, you don't have the same rules that some dude who's like, you know, all disturbed. You know, it doesn't work exactly. that way. So. Um, the band, I don't mean emotionally. But anyway, <laughs> right. uh, so I think, I think when, you know, it's, it's hard to get past, and I've had a couple of really good conversations with Paul, but still part of me is flipping the F out. Um, because a big turning point in my life was when my mom took me to a kiss show when I was 10 and Paul gave me the thumbs up from stage. Oh. Cause I, cause I had the kiss makeup on and I was dressed as him. Wow. And he looked out there, saw me in the fourth row, and gave me the thumbs up. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can stand out from a crowd in my life. That's amazing. I, a like that. I was like, yeah. And, wow. And so that, wow. it, yeah, it's, it, you know, and I have no problem with hero worship. I yeah. think a lot of people, they, it, we, we really crap on our stars in this culture. And it's not something I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. And I think there are certain people that I certainly owe a, a debt. That I could, especially artists, that I could never pay. Right. I could never repay the debt I owe Prince or Paul Stanley or or Doug or anybody. As right. long as my, if I was, you know, if I did errands for them the rest of my physical life, <laughs> I could never repay them the joy and beauty they've added to my life. It's just not possible. Yeah, sure. exactly. So, oh, and I feel so, you. Yeah. So I, to me, that's the important thing. It's like it's, sure. it, that it's, it, being able to, you know, fanboy out about that. There is sort of a beauty of 
that's just an awareness in your nervous system how much this person helped you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's they, how they impact exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's not only how life, but Hollywood a lot of times works. And that's that's a beautiful thing I think about it. How what's what's your least favorite thing about Hollywood? What bugs you that happens in the industry? I just want to know. It's um, that's most, fascinating. To me. I don't know if it's all. I don't know if it's Hollywood because most of the crappy stuff happens in New York. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> no, no, I'm dead serious. So as far as the industry goes. Where the business is in the industry, which is yeah. somewhere between uh, nightly news, you know, cable news in particular, and um, you know, and, and certain channels like Comedy Central is almost completely out of New York. As a comedian, oh. I have a chip on my shoulder about that network. But, yeah. Um, but you know, parts of it are that this kind of like weird this belief somehow that Hollywood is magical or something, and that you get chosen by you know, you know, there's something magical mm-hmm. about the choosing process when it isn't. What it is is a cross between people who've been around forever finally getting their day, right. and people being and and people being the lazy choice, which is oh wait who is he he just he was just in here get him that's fine right sometimes you benefit from it and sometimes you don't but it's always stupid yeah, yeah. Um, most most TV show guest spots are are cast that way um, somebody just happens to have somebody in their head uh, because they saw something two days ago on another channel, and they're like, oh, right. we need a doctor, get him in here. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And it's, wow. I wish there was more thought, but there isn't. And Yeah, and so you're lucky if you get that good one. And, I mean, speaking of guest shots, listen, I'm not going to lie, I've watched both seasons of Fuller House. It, it, it happened on Netflix, and I have to say, I had no idea as I'm watching this last season that, hey, that's how Sparks. I love it. Yeah. What the heck was that like? Was it one of those situations where you just happened to be in a place? Yeah. It absolutely was. They were hip-hopping me in case the original actor didn't want to come back, and he didn't. So they literally called me. I was on the road. I never auditioned for the show. Wow. They just... Now, now granted, I mean, I've done enough work at this point where I sure. shouldn't need to. Right. But I always... I'm totally cool with doing it because I think you should mix with what they're trying to build. Otherwise, right. you're just getting yourself mm-hmm. into a situation where you could be just the odd egg in the situation. Sure. But... um. But they, yeah, they just kind of called me on a Thursday. I was out of town doing stand-up. I had to cancel gigs the following weekend to come in and shoot. I was a total, you know, outsider in that moment when I walked on the set. Like, everybody there is family, except for, like, two people over the course of the season who weren't on the show to start with. Oh, wow. And I was one of them. Yeah, like, <laughs> these people knew each other from, you know, 1990. So, yeah. uh, so it was a peculiar sort of Everybody's lovely. They were great to work with. Um, and will be again, I have no doubt, because I think yeah. we're, I think they just got picked up, so uh, more than likely I'll revisit them somewhere in April or May. Sure. Um, oh, awesome. Have some more fun yeah. with them. Yeah, but they, um, but yeah, that was a total, like, Al Sparks kind of looks like Nelson all grown up. Let's grab yeah. him. <laughs> right? It. He works. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, yep. I guess that's how it works sometimes. Right? Yeah. How yeah. so? Let's uh, let's let's kind of ask another personal question while we while we wind down here. Um, I, okay. I you know, Queer as Folk was such a hot and sexy show, especially for uh, gay people because we didn't really see that on TV a lot of the times. But I was wondering what right. is um, what do you find sexy? What is sexy to how? Um, especially about a woman or you know a guy, either one. Um, hmm. This is a, this that, is a thinker. You know, yeah, I don't know that there's a, a specific, like, like, I, like, my girlfriend and I always laugh about this, like, how much I hate 
lace, like lingerie. Like, there's no lingerie oh. that I can like because <laughs> lace gives me the creeps, like the texture of it. <laughs> makes it, makes it, it honest to God, like, this is something we, t- we joke about all the time. She's like, I'd like to buy something sexy for you, but there's, <laughs> everything has lace on it, and I know it gives you, like, asthma. And it just does. Like, it's an accepted idea. And it's, you know, it, it, part, partly I blame her because she's just so sexy in, like, sweatpants and a sports bra. And that's, that's all. I mean, it's just amazing. You are magic. a woman's dream, but, sir. <laughs> right. It's true, though. It's, it's honestly true. I'm like, this is not flattery. This is just the reality of it. Um, but I do think that on a, uh, that, that sexy is such a personal thing. You're right. That, you, know, I, you know, I mean, I certainly grew up um, with, like, like there were just certain like Mia Sarah and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I was found very attractive, right? mm-hmm. um, but you know, but I don't know that it was sexy. None of it was sexy. The sexy part came later if I knew them. It was like it's always why like why there are certain women who are incredibly beautiful, but I just don't find them sexy. Right. I respect that they're beautiful. I understand that they meet all the points, but to me, that's not that my it, it, there's nothing else to it but that, and so yeah. that's important, you know. So. Um, so yeah, I just think sexy is your own personal mix. It, it can't just be one factor. It's got to yeah. mix, you know, three factors, be it, be it like how they dress, pheromones, and, uh, a particular moment, mm-hmm. uh, that, right. if so anyway, you know, uh, how they eat their pasta. I don't care what it is <laughs> for you to decide, but right. it will kind of hit this perfect storm where you'll go. Oh yeah, this person. This, I'm feeling more than just appreciation right, right now. Now, when <laughs> when you want to, you know, look sexy for you know your girlfriend, what is it that you, at least in your mind, that you think this is what I'm going to do that's going to make me sexy to her? Um, it's more the opposite. Like I, I'd have to like I, today. I need to stop being sexy so we can get some stuff done. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I have to do. <laughs> Got to tone it down. I'll try huh? to dress as unsexy as possible. That way, I, I'm not interrupted while I'm, you know, hanging okay. pictures or putting in a shelf. Got it. That yeah. is, I'm gonna adopt that yeah, attitude take a because from that is book. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, how you, you have know by now that I'm into counter programming. So, right. oh, you oh, see, then we're in, and you're so good. And I have to say, this has been a fun conversation. It always is when you're on with uh, Sergey and I. Yep. But uh, very informative all through it. I, I'm enjoying yep. learning a different perspective to look at things, which I'm always fascinated with. Now, before we let you go, we're going to ask you the deep question. And this is truthfully deep question that uh, our listeners are going to want to know. What do you think the most important thing in life is? Hmm. Um, well, I think... Well, I won't apply to anybody else because I think there's a certain level of like everybody has their order of priorities. Sure. Um, uh, but I, I think the most important thing about life is to live it. Yeah. Um, that, that playing safe and within the margins is a waste of your time in incarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and allowing yourself to be bored or. Um, or, or or take this for granted is the biggest sin you can commit. Yeah, yeah. That I think this Absolutely. is meant to be extraordinary, and if you don't, it's not only that you've wasted your time on Earth, but you also, I think, other people who never get the chance at it, 
if you don't take advantage of the experiential options left to you in life, you you kind of throw away their life as well. Sure. You know, if if you if you don't take for granted that you live like if you take for granted that you live in a first world country and you allow yourself to not make use of the right. entertainment and educational and experiential stuff that's available to you, you're not helping someone who never has those chances. You're yeah. you're rubbing it in their faces, essentially, yeah. is my feeling. So so the important thing is that you you push your boundaries, you experience life um, you know, in a, in a, in as big a way as you possibly can. And you make the most of your time here. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. See, th- that, I would did, agree. that did get deep. I'm just, wow. Saying. That was good. That's how you how end it. You, you are one of our favorite people and we really appreciate you spending time, especially on our new show. Uh, uh, we love that you took time to be on this show. Hey, you're, you're episode four. I mean, you're right there at the beginning. Look at that. I know. I'm, I'm right there on my watch pad. Yeah. Right. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm basically, you just separated the booster rocket. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Join the yeah. I know you. You First get ready. Ignition. You get it. ready because yeah. it's happening. That ref, by the way, that that reference is for my girlfriend because uh, she grew up a space girl. So, so <gasps> I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try and throw in a a, a uh, space shuttle, a rocket, or SpaceX <laughs> reference in every interview I do from now on. That's out of, amazing. <laughs> out of love for her. I was going to say, amazing. that is real love. I love that. I, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Hal, thank you again for spending time with us on the Martini Lounge, and you know we'll be stalking you soon. <laughs> Indeed. En- enjoy your non-virgin uh, mojito with rum and, and your pirate, your your big day pirate drink. Yes, that, that is exactly <laughs> what that is. See, you know us well. Great. <laughs> you have a that's great right. night, Hal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was uh, one of our favorite people, a hilarious comedian. First of all, you can, uh, he has uh, comedy specials out there. He's hysterical. And you can also follow him if you go to halsparks.com. Uh, and there you can learn all about Hal. You can also uh, learn about where you can hear his, his radio show. It's called a very progressive radio show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hal Sparks uh, uh, radio program. Right. Mega Worldwide. You gotta so, go listen to it. Because he's super. You gotta go check it out. I know. So listen, we support the people who have been so kind to us, um, and Hal is one I of mean, them. I mean, sort of. <laughs> I mean, we kinda. sort of support those. I mean, who have been kind we to try us. to. <laughs> right. Really. I have to say, I enjoy perspective. You know me. Oh I, yeah. yeah. You give me different perspective. Yeah. That's what you do for friends. So I enjoy hearing. Yeah. He has. He always has a different way. I, of looking you know, at you say something, and you're so wise. certain that. Like this oh, is this the is, way. This is so great. This, and then right. he's like, "Well, yeah, but... but." And then he gives you something. You're like, "Hey, and that's, that's good. And good. that's good. Yeah, yeah." And I like the yeah. They're all positive though. He's such a oh yeah no of course well-rounded mm. guy. I was also noticing I was in in my because even if we've had a guest on a few times, I re-researched mm-hmm. just in case I missed something. You don't always have every question to ask the last time, so you have new yeah. ones this time. I did notice his birthday is one day after mine. <gasps> and you didn't bring it up. I didn't right. I was wow. totally focused on the guest, and that is unlike That's me. so unlike you. First of all, <laughs> I'm proud of you for not doing that, but also I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I, I wish you would have. I took the moment not wow. to make it about me. Oh I know. God. I'll probably Jonathan, never do I, that again, I, but I I'm just saying. I'm like, I don't know who this person Apparently, is. Apparently, <laughs> rum affects me differently than other alcohol. I guess alcohols. so. I guess but so. September pirate 25th. But yes, the gay pirate drink, which gay I think is drink. now the new name hey, that's for okay. this that's okay. drink. So I, well, like to, I like to believe all pirates were gay. <laughs> a bunch do. of men on a ship. Me too, right? I mean, I mean, rocking the seas. They were at least gay for a few days. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, let's yeah, be huh? honest. Uh, yeah. Everybody got some needs. But, um, well, see, you totally made me go off track, dude. 
Anyways, yes, I know. We're wrapping no, up. Totally That's all. We are wrapping up. Oh, <laughs> his birthday, one day after mine. But also, he was talking about, you know, the guy in Kiss that he, he idolized and how yeah. good he looks for 60. And I was realizing today, Hal Sparks is older than me, but he looks younger. <laughs> I'm like, how? Wow. How? But he's a very Ask healthy. There you go. He's a very healthy living person. Like no yeah. alcohol, never did drugs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. he is he's done taekwondo and karate mm. since he was a little boy. Eight I love years that you old. pronounce it karate. Karate. Wow. Hey, thank you. I have learned from real Asian people. Oh, good. They good. love. Yeah, they, they love you. They love me. Okay. All of them. Like the all of all of the, Asia. The, the entirety of, the of China. Okay. Yes. But he's been doing that since he was eight years old, uh-huh. and he continues to do it today. So there's secrets in this thing. No, here. yeah. I mean, you know, you know and I take care of your secrets. body, and it will look good, I think. That's kind of the secret. I, I think that's, well, yeah, it's not much of a secret. It's just one of those things we don't, a lot of us just don't <laughs> yeah, want to do. Not very secret. So we call Absolutely. it a secret. Because <laughs> then, you know, yeah. we hope it's like the secret, that if we think about it, it'll just come to us. Exactly. Like, I'm exactly. going to think about models, you know, and then I'm just going to be a model. Now, that has sort of worked for me. Has it? But it does. <laughs> has it, though? Listen, I mean, we create listen. our own world, you and I. <laughs> we made ourselves models I, on photo. We're like, we would like a photo shoot. So let's just make true. people okay, do there a photo go. shoot. There you See, go. See, I didn't say we looked. Like, well, I mean, let's talk about a, a future Again, show. I'm just going to have a bunch of tutus for these spins. Like, girl, <laughs> putting them on. Hey, yeah. the king. The yeah, king. The king. The I king. call them angles, but spin works for a tutu. Spin works, too. Uh, but listen, on a future Martini Lounge, we're going to be talking to some models we are who are yeah. doing uh, there's a documentary out that talks about <clears throat> the cutthroat world of male modeling which i don't want to diminish it mm-hmm. at all but i will at the same time say i am interested i'm fascinated i'm very fascinated right i mean well, that's because you could be a male model. okay listen For someone like I, me I'm, I'm fascinated by the con the the idea that it's so cutthroat and that these right? bitches are coming after each other it's true it's like they're RuPaul. like i look better in my underwear than you do yeah yeah i'm, cu- I'm curious mm-hmm. also could we get a lot ask kurt can we get a lot of pictures Yes. Let's, <laughs> it's very important for our research. They're sending us a screener. Research. They're sending us I know. Screener. It's important for our research yeah, that I see true. them all. Are they underwear models, Kurt? Uh, please let them be models? naked slash underwear. They're sort of, is all Kurt will say. Porn stars are models, too, get, right? I know, in, right? In some aspect. It's, yeah, works for me. If it's a screenshot, it's a model, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Anyways, this has been a lot of fun. How Sparks, uh, yeah. if you enjoyed this, please... Uh, you know, send us your comments. If you had a drink with the with the gentleman on on uh, the Martini Lounge, us. tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're the gentleman. We're the gentleman. Some, I never get called that, so we have to throw that out. There. Well, you know, uh, true. If There's you a love reason. how Sparks like Barb, one of our loyal listeners, does, hey, comment. She's commented plenty of times this yeah. week. <laughs> she loves. And that is great. Thank you. Like, Thank no, you. No, Barb is one of my favorite people, and I love that she Barb. gets so excited. Yeah. Hey, it's Hal Sparks. I get excited too. I could oh, like I stare that. at that man forever. It makes me want to go watch. The whole five seasons of Queerest Folk again. Okay. Right? Do it. Hey, right? plenty of time. He's, yeah, he's just a cutie. Mm-hmm. Anyways, been a lot of fun. But if you do need to find us because you want to comment, you want to tell us how much you love things, where can they go? Facebook and Twitter and our website, JonathanAndSergey.com. Yes. That's so, right. Facebook at Jonathan Sergey. Mm-hmm. Jonathan and Sergey. Twitter is at Jonathan Sergey. No yeah. and. That's okay. And then JonathanAndSergey.com. The That's our bad. It couldn't be. But We're that's all we got for you. I know. There. Except next week will be a lot of fun, as always, as all of our shows are. So, you know, tune in there. Watch us on TV. You know we're doing. The Martini Lounge is made possible by... Insert your name here. And also...
are looking for ads. And don't forget, you can display your business right here. The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey. And also our website, jonathanandsergey.com. Until next time, all you cool cats.